he's one ugly looking dude and he looks like he'd be the uh the uh bad guy in the 80s uh, action <laughs> <laughs> This is L.A. Kings Fan Talk with Rodney, Rob, Derek, Mike, and Joe. All right, boys. We recently discussed whether or not the Kings were the best team in the NHL. But after going 2-1-1 one, and one on our recent road trip, Joe, are the Kings overrated? Uh, no, I think not. They just came back down to earth in terms of the road play. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, they would have gone three and four if they, if they, uh, or three or four if they didn't have a somewhat of a meltdown in the uh, Islanders game. Um, that was definitely disappointing. But you know, eventually, um, all good things come to an end, and uh, so the streak ended. And uh, uh, the matchup against Quick, I, you know, I think every Kings fan probably had in the back of their mind they knew the Kings were going to lose that one and uh, don't feel bad doing so, I guess. Uh, but uh, no, the King, the Kings are who we thought they are. <laughs> Love it. Rob, what do you think? Um, the excuses that we could come up with, uh, pretty legitimate excuses. You know, we, we totally outplayed Washington with that loss. Um, yeah, we got goalied. Yep. We totally outplayed the Islanders and, and we could even throw in a little whiny, whiny boo refs got kind of got hosed on some calls and, and whatnot. Um, you know, so you throw in, you know, those are two, two losses there that very easily could have been four points instead of one. And if we get those four points out of those 12 where we were looking at 10 whole points, but I mean, what it could have should have, um, I think the, those excuses are pretty legit. Um, we're good. We're still we're still real good. And I mean, what do you expect on playing five games in in eight days, and then a back to back on that on that weekend? I, it, it's almost guaranteed teams are going to play pretty poorly. So we we eked out a point on that weekend. It is what it is. I I, I think we're fine. Yeah, I actually don't want to be known as the best team in the league. I mean, it would be cool to, to have it for one week or something, but I don't want the President's Trophy. That That's a curse. I love I love being an underdog. So if we could just stay in the top five teams in the league all year, I think we're good to go. Too bad uh, three of, four of them are in the Pacific. Right. <laughs> Darren, what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, we're properly rated. We're a top five team. I think... There's going to be weeks where we're the best team, and there's going to be weeks where we're probably fifth or sixth, but we're going to be right around that range all season. Um, I, I, like Rob said, we kind of got goalied in one game. I, who played against us in the Islanders game? I didn't get to watch that one live. Was it Sorokin? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you're playing two tough goalies there, and, and he's a guy who can kind of steal a game. I don't know. I didn't get to watch it live, so I don't know if he really stole a game or not, but probably kept a minute, I imagine. Um but we're right there. I, I think we weren't going to win every road game. I don't think that was possible, but I think if we stay on our 115, 120-point pace that we're on, like I think that's pretty reasonable with the team we have. So since you were talking about the Islanders game, in that game, Gavi took a little knee-on-knee action. What do you think about that hit? 
I, I thought it was uh, uh, he didn't get a penalty on it, right? Nope. Yeah, and it's like you get you look at a play from like Kaliev where the difference is his body position where Kaliev is coming at him like this and he sticks the knee out this way, whereas Lee is coming at him this way and sticks the knee out, you know, kind of like this. It just, I don't see how that's at least not a kneeing penalty. Maybe not a suspension worthy one, but just a kneeing penalty I, straight up. I got one uh, for I, you. Oh, go ahead. I didn't know. I uh, yeah, good. No, good. I, I'm just sitting there. I respect Anders Lee as being a grizzled veteran plays the game tough and hard and and after the the knee injury he went through i actually was giving him the benefit of the doubt on that one i'm like ah i don't know i don't know but then when he follows that up with a slew foot to kaliev i'm like all right fuck this guy that didn't that was definitely he's he's definitely going out there playing beyond the edge and he's trying to he's trying to ignite his team, and and sure enough, he did right. He after that fiasco, he goes and scores two goals and and sends it in overtime. We lose the game. So what what he was doing, I believe, was intentional. So and and he got away with it. So I, I, it was frustrating as hell. Frustrating as hell. I'd like to add that he's one ugly looking dude, and he looks like he'd be the. Uh, the uh, bad guy in the 80s uh, action. He's <laughs> <laughs> got that going for him. Yeah. So what sucks about that is he actually affected two games for us. They kind of thought Gabby would be good to go against the Rangers. Left the game early, which affected us for that game too. Yeah. 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 So, and as we record right now, do we have any idea about Gabrikov? Who's got a, who's got update? Anybody? Darren? The only thing I saw was uh, they projected that since he played yesterday, maybe he takes a week off, and that was about it. Since if he was able to play on it, the injury can't be bad enough to be long term. But there, I don't think there's any updates. So you're, so so Mo- you're thinking, Mo- Mo- yeah. So you're thinking Movar jumps in and they keep Gabby on the roster as the seventh defenseman until he's good. Yeah, probably. Bad to guess. Anecdotally, I thought like when he cut off the ice, I'm like, oh, it couldn't have been as bad as uh, Velarde's injury. Just the, the way that <laughs> I mean, he was actually putting weight on. I'm not making it a really right. big joke, but um, but yeah, I mean that said, if he came back out, I, I couldn't have been too too serious or I or I, yeah, right. Came back out and played the next game, right? Yeah, he played a period, so I mean, yeah. it was at least not as significant enough to miss a game. Even if or he attempted to play in a game, I should right. say. So speaking of defensemen, just a random thought. What do you guys think of uh, Jordan Spence's play? I'll start with you, Rob. Um, I think he's the correlation is right with the teams coming back down to earth. I think I think he's uh, I think he's starting to feel a little bit of the grind, especially with this small frame, you know. These smaller guys are always susceptible to being worn down a little bit. It's, you know the rigors, the rigors of an NHL schedule for for a smaller guy that this is this is really his first year, right? Um, it, it, he's coming back down to earth. Did I kind of hear maybe he should be our seventh defenseman and bring Clark up? Was that what your underlying tone there? <laughs> no, no, not at all. I, I mean, I. I He's an NHL defenseman. He's, he's these are these are the the growing pains of having youth on the team, 
we have to suffer through this stuff. But if you're asking me, I still will always say Clark is a better defenseman. And I would like to see him. You know, he's uh, tied for third as we record, third in the in the AHL. Overall that's scoring. Not, yeah, that's not for rookies. That's not for defensemen. That's the entire AHL. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Spence's game, even though it's it's dropped off, I think I still think he's playing above expectations for, bit, sure. for a rookie. You know, any qualifier, his size, blah blah blah. Um, you know that was one of the mentioned a video before we got on here, where a guy before the season kind of trashed uh, the Kings' defense, saying it was not deep, and it couldn't be further from the truth. Now that right. we're twenty plus games in, and Spence is a big part of that. Yep. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. He coming, he's gone from, <clears throat> wow, he's a super awesome to he's, he's just pretty awesome now. Well, yeah. And the, the guy that I'm referencing, he, he had no clue. Like the Kings already knew what they had in him. They knew that they had an NHL caliber defenseman through his, his limited times that he played over the last season or two. Um, he just wasn't getting the shot because of the depth on, or yeah, the depth on the right side. So, um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and throw <clears throat> that I think Roy as well has has come down a little bit. You know, his I, it's been so airtight and almost flawless with Roy. I'm, I've I've been seeing a mistake or two here and there, and there's there's a little back there's a little backflow to his game. So, <clears throat> and like I said, it, it could all be just from playing five games in eight days. You know, it's, yep. right. it is what it is. Any thoughts on that, Darren? Sure. Yeah, I think I agree. I mean, he's his plays dropped a little bit on Spence, and I don't think it's quite to the level of call Clark up. If if anything, I look at it as Clark is learning how to play against men down there, and hopefully some people call AHL, you know, defensive finishing school. So hopefully he's learning how to play more defensively, and it's only going to make us better next year when we have a full complement of him and Dowdy and possibly Spencer Roy. So uh, I'm, I'm fine with him staying down there. I don't think it's ready. It's time for him to be called up just yet. Uh, I'm sure he's going to get a shot this season. Uh, you know, yep. he stays healthy for all, or he, you know, expecting all three guys to stay healthy. 82 games. is under um, Yeah. And like, I, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not expecting him to come up and take Spencer's spot right now. I, I have my own opinions of, of who's better, but it, Spence hasn't done anything to where he needs to come off. Um, however, Leferriere and Fagimo swap. You know, there there are some guys down there that are that are scoring yeah. every single game, and I don't care what league you're in. When you have when you put in a, a power play goal almost every single game that you've played so far, I mean, come on now, yep. right-handed yep. shot yes. on the power play, something we've been missing all year. Yeah, that's that. It really does is a head scratcher. What? Why? Both the coach and the GM haven't made a move on that front. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, he's kind of wore out as well. He's just, you know, he's yeah, it's not finishing. Yeah, he's just jump. I mean, the same thing that happened with Byfield last year. He, he's you could see the plays he's making are NHL plays, but he's just not finishing them. And once that starts finishing, I mean. He'll be fine, but it just doesn't seem to be this year. Maybe he needs a year in the AHL. On the other end of that, he's making some plays where other guys aren't finishing, where he should have gotten some assists. Uh, just last game, yeah. he had a beautiful pass yeah. to Grunstrom. Sure. 
who didn't finish it. But yeah, I think it's time for a little Figimo swap with them. Hey, just real super quick. Just so bummed they called Kaliev's goal back because I want Cal. I wanted Kaliev to have right. a goal. Made me so sad. Right. Let's move over and talk about Joe's favorite player so far this year. Joe, P.L. Dubois. What do you think about his play so far this year? Uh, it's not at the level of the contract that he's making, that's for sure. Um, yeah, I really, I mean, I've obviously commented on on his play like every every one of these shows or whatever you want to call it, podcasting that we've done. Um, bottom line is I think everybody wants to see more. Um, uh, there's glimpses of it, and, and I don't – yeah, it's weird. Like, almost so you don't see, like, the passion there, like, which is – that's disconcerting. You know, it's one thing if you're not getting the result, but, you know, I mean, at this point, I'd like to see him just dust it up with somebody or, you know, he's so, so big. Go go throw a big hit, you know, um, that sort of thing. Do something. I love that you said passion. That's, that's a really good word. Like, I feel that it's completely missing from his game. Like well, once or twice a game, he'll he'll do a power move to show, hey, I'm this big dude, and I'll do a power move. But the rest of the game, he's just, he's just kind of, you know. So I want I want you all to do something, do a favor, do me a favor. The next couple of games, pay attention to him without the puck. And you you want to talk about passion? You want to talk about hustle? You want to talk about what just grinds my gears? Just watch his play without the puck. It's like he's a floater. Oh, he's a he watches. He's a spectator, and and to be making that money, and to be, to be as hyped as he's you know to be called this elite kind of guy. Elite guys do not play that poorly without the puck. Yeah, they do. I'll, I'll, sorry, I'll go one step further. Compare his play to to Dino's in terms of that without the yes, puck. Exactly, the, the guy's constantly getting in. In, in the way of uh, passing lanes, you yep. know. So, so you're saying it's not a French-Canadian thing in general. <laughs> yeah. uh, wasn't making that connection, but... Uh, and certainly. Joe, I th- and that's what it is. I think you and I, you know, you know how it is. We, When, when we're watching it, to see Deneau do the things he does and then to see the next center go out and not do those things, Oh, it, it, it gets frustrating. Dino is a hundred percent hustle. He earns yeah. every point he gets. He, uh, yeah, yeah. And Dino is the best NHL player with one hand on the stick. He does. He does so much with just one hand on his stick, doing with the pokes and the and the. He's, he's really he's strong. phenomenal. Yeah, he's yeah. phenomenal. He, he, yeah, I would agree with Darren. He's definitely strong too. Him on the yeah. boards and stuff. Just how he like kind of. It's like a worm too, like wiggles out of stuff and then swings his stick over. Uh, and yeah. and he enjoys he enjoys the locker room dance more than anybody, more than Talbot <laughs> and more than Guy Vercroft. If you see the smile yeah, on his face, it's just the the biggest cheesy smile. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I'd love to see that in our next few games for sure. Maybe uh, you know, Tano needs to take PLD into the corner and give him a. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, you got any thoughts on your boy PLD? Um. Yeah, I think. I agree with both what Rob and Joe are saying. I, if I had to caveat a little bit, I'd say um, I, I don't know like how complex McClellan's system is, but I know he likes when the guys play within the structure of his system. And I almost wonder if it's too much thinking because he's still learning 
and so it's not instinctual yet where it is for Kopitar, Deneau, all everyone else who's been on the team pretty much. It's an instinctive thing where you know every time this is where I got to be where he's still thinking about it. And I wonder if that's where the the slowness to his game, if you will, like the lack of passion or whatever is him thinking all the time. He's not playing instinctually sometimes. Yeah, Whereas case- like you see him, you see him rushing up the ice and that's where you see the instinct where he's, once he gets out of the D zone and he's trying to play offensively, you can see a little bit more of the passion, whatever you want to call it, um, flowing a little bit more. Right. I think the Kings are such a great system team. They all play within the system. But then we have two outliers. You have Fiala, who's taking all these chances yeah. that nobody else does. And then you have PLD, who's playing like without the passion. It's kind of weird. but For sure. All right. Let's uh, talk about upcoming schedule real quick here. Robert, who we got? All right. <clears throat> it looks like uh, Winnipeg's coming to, to visit us. Um, and then we go on a little, little uh, division trip here we go uh seattle san jose then seattle comes to us calgary then san jose again so we got to beat up these teams these are the teams we need to beat up for sure come coming through this just to jump jump back on the horse here yes absolutely and uh winnipeg's pretty hot right now so uh yeah that's the yeah they are right there and heck, you could say the sharks are kind of hot. Just they're right. not—they're not total dog crap like they've—they've they've been. Yep. But yeah. these division games are going to be kind of big for us. For sure. You guys want to throw some numbers yeah. out there? How many games well, are we talking? Let, let's go one, two, three, four, five. We won't go to that second. We'll just go to Christmas, okay? All right. So we'll go Winnipeg, Seattle, San Jose, Seattle, Calgary. Five games, ten points. What do you got, Joe? Uh, I'm looking at the, the, the matchups again here, real quick. Uh, I mean, they really should win them all, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. I'll give them seven out of ten points. Seven out of ten. Wowzer! I'm gonna say they're gonna lose to the Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Darren, what you got? Say nine points. I think this is the, like you said, the type of schedule that we need to get a lot of points out of. I don't know where that overtime loss comes in, but somewhere in there we'll take an overtime loss, shootout loss, something like that. Uh, well, uh, it's probably on that on that back to back when we when we yeah. go from San Jose, we come home to play Seattle. Rodney, For what sure. do you got? Ten points. Um, Kings are getting back on that winning streak. All ten points, calling it here. I love it. I love it. What do you got, Rob? Um, I got a. Uh, I got nine, and I couldn't tell you which which team we're we're gonna lose to in overtime. Yeah, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to be nice right now to to our opponents and, and giving away one point. And if we do lose that one, is it gonna be because somebody socked somebody in the face and got an extra penalty? Oh yeah, or? yeah, it'll be it'll be Fiala did something stupid, and Fiala and Kempi both did something stupid again, and. And then we, someone we got a too many goal. men because uh, PLD didn't hustle off the ice. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> By the way, three of us said nine points that last our last podcast, and if we win that that uh, Washington game, that's nine points. By the way, right? Yep. So yep. here we are. Yes, we'll see what happens. 
All right, Kings fans, that's our show for today. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit check that notification bell. Until next time, stay classy, and go Kings, go! Go Kings! Bag it.